We literally just walked in the front door after having five nights away. And for two parents who are really strict on a routine, especially around baby members' um, sleep, we actually did really good. Absolutely. I think we killed it, to be honest. And that's what I, that's what I thought it would be a good topic, just to you know, give these people um, some advice that we've just experienced. <laughs> and maybe there might be some other advice that people might be telling us we're doing it wrong. But no, I think we absolutely killed it. Give these people. These people that are listening. <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen in this podcast today, exactly. but as you know, it, we are first-time parents. Welcome to first-time parents. Um, I'm Heidi. I'm Griffo. And it is unedited, unfiltered, and it is a documentation of our journey as first-time parents, recording all of our shitty and glorious moments. And right now, we have just spent, you know, oh, a magical time in Margaret River, drinking red wine, seeing wineries, going to animal farms. Um, we stayed in these beautiful cabins that were, you know, like all all surrounded by nature, but we definitely have mushy brain. Yeah, I think mushy at the holiday. end of a holiday, everyone's usually a little bit depleted. So apologies <laughs> if, if we do uh, oh, if we veer off fall, track. Off, fall off the rail a bit, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should have just had another glass of wine. But then it would, well, go on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, massive shout out to our awesome sponsors today, Active Truth. Um, so if you don't know who they are, uh, hello, you need to get around their active wear. If you want to jump online, activetruth.com.au, check out the amazing range. So it's active wear for all women or um, Griffo as well, regardless of their <laughs> size, shape or stage of their life. Now, the cool thing, well, I know what you've been raving about, the tights, because you've been wearing them around home and on holidays haven't you so comfortable <laughs> their tights are high-waisted yeah just to tuck my little pouch in <laughs> and made from high performance compression your little pouch you mean your beer belly <laughs> yeah well <laughs> yeah and the amazing thing about them is their fabric wool like it holds you in their squat squat proof so you know they've got an awesome maternity range they've got post um, baby as well and I live in mine whether I'm working out or not and if you want to get 20% off all you need to do is jump online and you just use the code Heidi at 20. So two mums started this brand so they understand the frustration of not being able to find comfy active wear especially in those early days um, and you know and in, in the late days of being pregnant. So make sure you do get around activetruth.com.au and if you want your 20% Heidi at 20. Absolutely love it. Okay so where do we start? We start I guess with the fact that it is a bit anxious going on holidays, hey? Always. So I think we sort of thought at first, how can we do it? What's the best, you know, plan of attack? And I think you might have come up saying, let's let's leave on his first sleep or just before. So we should oh, yes. be able to get a nice sleep in there at his sleep time. But we also, so we forgot to mention the crucial information in this podcast is since Memphis was about seven or eight months old, he has absolutely hated traveling in the car. This is so true. So we're in Perth in Western Australia and, you know, although borders are closed, we can travel in our own areas. And um, so we were going down to Margaret River for those who aren't from Western Australia and it's about three and a half hours from Perth. So I have barely been driving with Memph because after about three to five minutes, he starts screaming his head off, even when I'm playing the wiggles. And so 
you know, we have heard to not turn him around until he's two years old for safety. Yeah. Um, and I have been chasing some safety experts actually to get them on this podcast. So if you do know anyone, I've contacted them a couple of times, but they haven't written back. So if you do know Come anyone, on, people. we get really would love, because the thing is like, it's, it's bloody dangerous when, with the way that he screams. So that's how we came up with the thought of, okay, why don't we attack this with, we'll leave on his very first nap time. Yeah. And I think that sounded like a pretty good idea. So we went ahead with that. And Are you going to talk like you're telling a story the whole time? Well, it is a story. We are reliving our story. We're we... retelling our story. This is all past, like, you know, we've lived this. So, yeah, we got in the car at about 9 o'clock, Oh, I think my God, we're not going into every detail like that, how you would normally no, tell No, I'm just story. taking the mickey now. Okay. But we did get into the car. And yeah. we did put our kid in the car. <laughs> and we took off. And I think, how long was it until he did fall asleep? It wasn't too long, was it? It wasn't long. It was like maybe 10, 15 minutes. But then he only slept for half an hour. He did. And I was in the back seat. And, you know, I know the wholesome doctor who has come on here a couple of times, Dr. Priya Alexander, when I first started talking to her, she was like, you know, um, only screen time would be like if you're FaceTiming someone, especially during COVID, blah, blah, blah. Like they shouldn't really have screens until they're two years old. Well, I'm sorry, but that fucking went out the window. We broke that rule <laughs> a few times. Oh, the wiggles was so I actually mounted my phone to his back seat and I was sitting next to him doing work, by the way, um, because that's how, dedicated, that's how dedicated I am to growing my business. Um, but yeah, I had the wiggles going and that was pretty much our savior. Yeah. Fortunately, the first leg of the drive, we did stay a night in Bunbury. So it was only two hours. Yeah. He, I'm just trying to remember now. I don't think he was that bad. He had a couple cries and that, and obviously we give him a bit of food to keep him occupied. And I found a little, this uh, clear uh, water bottle. He loves playing with that. Don't know why that occupies him. So you might find there's a specific toy or something well, or even just something something weird or something that like a water bottle was what not he his toys because what babies don't play with their own toys they either want your phones your remote control um <laughs> or, or usually your water something bottle. you don't have <laughs> <laughs> um but you know i guess why i thought it was quite interesting because for us like we're quite strict with his sleep routine and so he goes to bed he sleeps for 12 hours at night um and that's because you know we have got we have had um, sleep help and stuff before but he obviously just really enjoys his sleep like he you know he nails it and um we were worried because like you know when we we're staying with friends that night he had to sleep in our room and also when we got there they weren't going to be home till after work so we were going to the pub with some other friends now if you know Griffo and I we rarely ever break the routine like if people want to catch up with us it's around memphis sleep times um we don't go out at night people come over to us so that he can you know go to bed in his own thing even though like you'll meet people and they're like yeah just put them in the portacot and then transfer them but we haven't risked that yet and so this is why we were so nervous about going away but i can tell you he slept really well in his pram at the pub on the first day he did and he's normally in a blackout room as well so it's a different environment big time and so and then how we did it like because there was a couple of days that you know we went around we drove around to a couple of nice wineries the chocolate factory and stuff like that and we decided that we wanted to have how we were going to do our lunches was we would do late lunches, which is so not like us at all. Normally we eat at like 11.30 a.m. 
sometimes 10 a.m. Because <laughs> we both get up early and then we eat dinner at like, what, 4 p.m., 5 p.m. <laughs> but we were booking later lunches and we were doing his second nap at um, the lunch venues, which worked out to be really great as well. And just a little tip, you can, you know, when you get to the venue, just pop them in the pram and then just do laps of the car park. Go for a walk. Until you get them to sleep. But being at the wineries, there's such beautiful landscape and gardens. So it's actually kind of nice to go walking around as long as it just, the food doesn't come out when they (laughs) go go down, which is usually the case. Yeah. Um, But, you know, we we juggled it. We took it in turns and we did try to plan as best as we could. Like you said, we tried to have a late lunch and that was around two o'clock generally when his second sleep is. Yeah. Um, we didn't really get a long sleep out of him in the pram over the whole holiday. Hey, he did an hour and a half at the fishbone that day and we had lunch and a wine tasting. Actually, yeah, but I think most of it was around 30 to 45, 50 minutes, yeah. wasn't it? So, yeah. Which, you know, it, it is okay. But like I said, for us, we were just happy that we, I guess broke a little bit of our routine because don't they reckon that like one of the scariest things you can do is break your routine like step outside your when comfort you know zone. it's working yeah and you think i could ag- actually screw this up now yeah but my like you said my fear would be is going to someone's house putting them down getting them up putting them in the mm. car driving home and then putting them back to sleep again at night is that them going to be awake for the night yeah so that'll be our next hurdle but for this this hurdle, I think we absolutely nailed it. Like, yeah, and, um, and we, we definitely reckon invest in a porticot. So we ended up borrowing our mates and it compacted down into this tiny little pretty, thing. Pretty decent size unfolded and when you, like you say, pack it up, it was yeah. quite compact. Even though we've got a tiny little hatchback, we somehow managed <laughs> to squeeze everything in, shit falling out the windows, oh. out the side and... Yeah. Like was... I said, me in the back seat on my laptop working, like with everything all around me. But also another um, great little tip as well, you can get these little, so think about, you know, those um, camping chairs that yeah. you're, you know, that adults usually have. With your can... stubby holder on the side or a pocket on the side. Yeah, you can get these ones, you pick them up at Kmart. We borrowed again off a friend, massive shout out to Renee, love you, because um, we didn't have to spend the cashola. Um, but I definitely reckon they're worth an investment. And then We'd just put Memph, like, we'd feed him anywhere and it's got, like, a little table and it pops out just like a camper chair and you buckle him in and instead of carrying those, like, bumbos or your high chair or whatever, it was was perfect perfect for travelling. And he looks like a boss because he's fully just... We had him sitting on the kitchen bench uh, in his chair (laughs) and he's got his little plate there in front of him and he's just sort of strapped in, like, just feeding himself. It was pretty cool. It was very cool. And then, once again, that's really compact. They're just like a a little fold-up chair, so... I'd definitely recommend those two, the porticot and the fold-up chair. Yeah. And I, I don't know, was there anything else that we had, like that were a little um, – I mean, we always take a white noise machine away with us. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely something that I think MEPS had for a long time now. So we wanted to make sure we had that. Also, his little um, sloth. He loves his sloth toy. Oh, my He just gosh. absolutely just cuddles into that when he goes to sleep. So if, if you do have a sleep toy, bloody hell, make sure you bring it. <laughs> they do rely on that. Um, but, yeah, we look, we did have to use the wiggles a few times when he cried in the car. It was – it's hard enough when they cry a little bit, but when they keep going, it's like, well, yeah. do you – you know, do you just – let them do their thing or do you try and suppress it with, you know, some food or a toy? 
Another um, thing was like the packed lunches where really I, I would have to say fucking I am nailing packed lunches right now. Bit of fruit, bit of omelette was the... Uh, yeah, omelettes. He, he killed the omelette. We'd cook omelettes and, cho- and you know, chop it up and stuff. And so that was another thing as well that like during the car ride, we could just feed him. I mean, I don't know. Is that dangerous? I did start thinking that at one stage like for choking and stuff. Maybe I, we shouldn't suggest that. I did too, but at the same time, you are right there with Do them. you? Do you? You, you like, are, are right there with but them. But because you so can't not... really pull them out. Do you know what I mean? So no. maybe that's not so smart. Don't listen to us here, everyone. <laughs> but you can scoop out the odd scoop method. Yeah, okay. I, I take that back. And because this is unedited, <laughs> we can't actually edit it. So um, I don't know but... if they know to do it or not to do it. I think you're just Yeah, so don't them. do it. Don't listen to us. Actually, don't listen to anything we say ever. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we are just working it out as we go. But isn't any? Isn't everyone? It is. It's you know. I guess that's what this podcast is about: us and our journey, and mm. things that worked for us and things that failed. And I don't think we've had any major fails. But this trip, like I said, it was. It certainly wasn't a. Well, it wasn't a huge. Like I remember, we we're going to ca- catch up with um, a friend of ours, oh, a couple yesterday, and he did say that his parents could look after our kid, Memph. And I thought, well, <laughs> our kid. <laughs> if if we if we did that, then we're still going to go and pick him up or whatever. And to be honest, he really wasn't a, a big inconvenience by any means. <laughs> Most of the time, he was really if good. If you're listening to this, Memph, when you're 18, you're not an inconvenience. Yeah, that's what your mum... You just were she, this morning when you when you woke up and we were going to have sex, but, you know. <laughs> what? I missed that. Well, I was thinking about it, oh. and then he cried. Um, I was going to say, don't forget to pack your monitor if you have one as well, because we had him in the other room. But besides all the tips and little tricks, or just the waffle that we've just given you, um, I know something really awesome happened for you this trip. And, you know, we stood on the balcony yesterday as he'd gone to bed having a little nightcap of port and you said to me I've really really enjoyed this trip and something's shifted with him and I and you know last week we only spoke about in our podcast about your connection with him and you know how at times you've struggled and stuff like that and you're like I don't know if I've made more of an effort or if you know so do you want to talk a little bit about that yeah, I think he just pulled his finger out. <laughs> no, like like you said, I, I did feel that this last week it has uh, that has felt like a bit of a shift. For what reason, I don't know. Maybe he's been a little easier going, so then I'm not a, as sort of like, oh, here we go again, sort of that. So then I not rebel, but sort of don't work with him. But between the both of us, definitely there's been a shift this week coming. Who knows? It's a new week. But this last week had been really good. And, you know, I guess when you have a good week, you hope... It, it, that's the benchmark for the, the next week and so on and so forth. But as we know, life doesn't stay the same. We've got our, um, you know, our ups and downs. But it was just a really nice week and I felt that we connected on a, on a level that we hadn't really done for somewhat time and now him, each day you can see him growing and developing and just noticing things a lot more. Um, Talk to me about that connection. Like, is it that he's more engaging with you? Did you... Yeah, like- I think so. I think more engaging and he's not, you know um because i know when you are around he does just want to go to you and he's just always crying or until he gets in your arms so i think he had dropped that a little bit um we did have a little bit of time together as well you went out for a massage i I dropped you off and then we went for a walk and we chilled in the park and and it's just really nice and i guess you know when he doesn't think or see you 
he does switch off and whether he goes, oh, well, this is all I've got. I have to be happy with dad. Um, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? But it's definitely, um, yeah, I think that I think the biggest thing was him just being a little bit more, I don't know, there with me rather than mm. crying or being upset or wanting mum. I just noticed that, like, you guys engaged with each other more and there was, like, just this I could feel the, like, beautiful love and connection between you, like, and he would just stay in your arms a lot, you know? Like, yeah. he would... And because I know sometimes what happens is because, you know, he'll hear my voice and then he'll start to cry and then it's, like, just real easy to pass him across to me. But, like, I noticed we just didn't really do that, like... Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, there, there were a couple of moments like that would go into a winery or whatever and I'd be holding him and it'd be pretty good for a good chunk and then he would start to cry and then I'd pass him on. Other times you just don't get a shot of that and then there were some times there that it was just happy, just stayed with me. Yeah. So I guess with that, you know, you then feel like, <laughs> you know, that makes you happy. That makes you, you know, cool. We're hanging out like, you know, mm. father and son. So, yeah, it certainly was, a, a you know, a good holiday. The past week uh, as a whole had been... Yeah, a lot different to the previous week. So, like I said, hopefully that's a new benchmark and we can carry on where we where we left off. Yeah. Well, we hope that you, um, you know, wherever you are in Australia or in the world, because, you know, like Corona has made it really strict to travel right now. <laughs> um, and we know that people are in Victoria and they can't travel at all. So um, we completely understand that, you know, this will be irrelevant to you right now and it might even give you a lot of FOMO, might even make you angry um, yep. because I know that when I see um, people travelling between, you know, Queensland and New South Wales where my family is, I start to get like, fuck, why can't we do it? Even though actually they're closed off from Queensland now. But, um, you know, when yeah. that when the borders did open, I was like, oh, then, oh. <laughs> um, so, yeah, wherever you are, if you are travelling with a baby um, and you are a stickler for routine... I think uh, just, know that you can do it and just, just roll give it with a go. it and give That's it, yeah. it. You know, it's you, you won't, and that, like I said, our next hurdle will be going to someone's house, and that's going to, you know, put the fear in us oh. of really breaking the sleep. <laughs> the sleep cycle during the day, I think we can all um, handle, but that night sleep, we all need it. So if we're going to really, you know, rock yeah. the boat, that'll be it. So, and but if yeah, you, if get, you give it a crack, really, just get, try and keep it as close to your routine. But if it is slightly out of the norm, it's all right. You're learning. You'll figure it out. <laughs> and if you do want to hear about our sleep journey, it is um, in the podcast uh, earlier. So just look up Sleep Expert, like with us with a Sleep Expert. We did a couple of podcasts on that. Um, and it kind of showed you how like we got into a routine with him and tips and tricks and stuff, especially if you are a new parent. Um, you know, and then if you, you know, I've got my best friend who hates the routine with a baby, so that could be you as well. So <laughs> you'll be right on holidays then, I reckon. Yep. Um, but yeah, wherever you are, sending you massive love. Don't forget to jump on board and join um, our private Facebook group, First Time Parents. And if you are loving the podcast, we do appreciate um, all your amazing messages that people have personally messaged us. And um, also uh, your five stars on iTunes. Well, Apple Podcasts, they call it now. Um, but if you are, like we said, loving it, make sure you jump on there. And massive, massive love to Active Truth Active Wear. 
seriously, regardless of your um, size, shape, or stage of your life, they have the tights for you. Um, seriously, jump online, activetruth.com.au. Heidi at 20 will get you your discount. They are squat proof if you're wanting to score your way. Um, <laughs> to the toilet. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, to the toilet, especially when you're pregnant. Um, I lived in my maternity active truth wear and um, you can too. So jump online, activetruth.com.au to get your 20% off. All right. Lots of love, everyone. I think we did it. Yep. We, we survived. Woo! See you next Bye. time. Bye.